Hello, and welcome to episode seven, Emma's Job Corps Journey. Emma was in the specialized foster home until almost, uh, well, over a little late, a little over her 18th birthday is when she left the specialized foster home and went into Job Corps. And at Job Corps, um, she decided that she was going to take uh, BRAC, which is the Brotherhood of Railroad and Airline Associates Corporation. Um, and she actually wanted to become a train operator, not a train operator, but a work in the back behind the scenes of operating the trains nationwide. And um, I forget what they call them. Um, but um, she would be in contact with the train conductors. And, and um, so that was her initial um, goal was to graduate from BRAC. And uh, she also was to get her GED in Job Corps. So when she signed up for Job Corps, the first Job Corps that she went to was Tucson Job Corps in Tucson, Arizona. And, uh, while she was there, um, studying for her GED, um, she also wanted to, she also, a second option was to take, um, electronics. She thought maybe that would be something that she might be interested in. So when she first got there, uh, BRAC was a full class, unfortunately. So she chose her second choice, which was uh, electronics and um, electrical wiring. She went through a lot of training, learned how to put together a radio, take it apart, put it together, make sure it worked, and um, also got her GED while she was there. Uh, Emma made many friends at Tucson Job Corps. Um, she actually ended up dating someone uh, by the name of Jose, and she had a best little friend that she called her baby brother named Johnny. Um, she also had another friend named Manuel, um, a best girlfriend by the name of Patsy, and, um, she really enjoyed, um, hanging out with her friends after her classes were done. Um, they would sometimes leave job corps and go party and hang out and do bonfires. And, um, as long as they were back by a certain hour, they could go spend time together outside of job corps. And, um, with Emma, she was dating, like I said, Jose for quite some time. She um, really liked him. He was a couple years older than her. And because you could be in Job Corps, I believe up to 21 or 24. I'm not sure exactly anymore, but... Um, she really, really liked him and enjoyed spending time with him. They would get together. They would do stuff every weekend. And usually on Saturdays, they would go hang out at the park, 
have a couple coolers or a couple beers and just hang out and uh, have fun at the park, which was not far away. And then on Sunday, one of the things they liked to do was always go to the zoo. And she loved going to the zoo. She loved seeing the animals. And Jose always accommodated her with that. Um, Jose and her had lots of nights of partying and drinking. And um, they were sexually active. Um, She also, during that time, um, another girl came in probably, oh, six months or so after she had been with Jose and another girl came in and his eyes were drawn to her. So uh, Jose and her ended up splitting and she was very sad. She was very depressed, but she had a great girlfriend there by the name of Monica who lived uh, her home base was Nogales, Arizona and um, which was right across the border from Mexico. And um, she loved, uh, spending time with Monica. She really enjoyed her. She was like a sister to her. And Monica invited her to her home one weekend because she knew that Emma was very sad and depressed over the breakup with Jose. So she invited her to her home one weekend and to meet her mom, come spend a few days and um, go into Mexico and check out Mexico. And she said, okay, let's do it. So, um, Emma went home with Monica, met her mom. Emma was taught a little bit of Spanish. And so she knew how to communicate the basics, um, with Monica's mom. And, um, there was a room that they had a spare room for Emma to stay in. And so they went on a Thursday night and, Friday, uh, Monica took Emma around to um, show her the city, Nogales, and where the border was, because the following night they were going to go across the border um, and go to a club. Um, In Mexico, you only had to be 18 to get into a club, like a nightclub. So um, that first night, that Friday night... um, Emma went with Monica to a baby shower and they had Mexican brandy. They had all these yummy Mexican foods. Um, but she got a chance to see what a Mexican baby shower was like. Uh, Cause one of her friends was getting ready to have a baby. So um, she had a lot of fun. And then the next night they went again across the border. They got into the border earlier that day on Saturday, which was very interesting. Um, Monica borrowed her mother's car and her and Emma went across the border to meet up with a friend of Monica's. Emma did not know that this friend was a Mexican police officer and uh, Emma and Monica picked him up in uh, Monica's mother's van and um, picked him up. And they, they, you know, Emma didn't, she, she spoke a little bit of Spanish, but she wasn't fluent in it. And she didn't really understand what they were talking about, but they drove a few blocks away from the police station, uh, probably about a mile away from the police station. And um, this police officer pulled out a bag of weed and proceeded to smoke a couple of joints with Emma and Monica. 
and um then they visited for a while and monica took him back dropped him off and uh emma and monica went back across the border to her mom's house for dinner and to get ready to go to a club and so later that night they crossed the border again went to a club and um Monica had to translate everything for her because she, again, was not fluent in Spanish. Um, when they went to the club, it was, it was shocking that Emma could get in. Um, but again, you only had to be 18 and, um, they had to walk up this spiral staircase. And at the top was this big, huge dance floor with, uh, mirrors all around it. And there was, there was a, disco ball. So there was the sparkles all over the place and, um, you know, Mexican music and, um, they did play some American music too. And it was, it was fun. Um, Emma really had a good time. She met a guy who was very infatuated with her and, uh, wanted to spend most of his time with her that evening and bought her a couple of drinks and danced with her. And, um, at one point it was getting towards the end of the evening and um, there was a slow dance. And so uh, Emma went with this young man out on the dance floor and Monica went with her guy that she was dancing a lot with out on the dance floor. And they were kind of dancing like maybe five or six feet away from each other to the slow dance. And um, this man pulled Emma's hand down and put it down between his legs and his penis was out of his pants. She couldn't believe what she was actually feeling. So she kind of backed away and looked in the mirror. Um, and yeah, uh, she immediately said to Monica, uh, please tell him I have to go to the restroom and I need you to come with me now. And so they went to the restroom. Emma told Monica what was going on. Monica's like, you should have just pulled him off the dance floor by his dick, basically. And um, you would have embarrassed him and he would have never done anything like that again. And I, Emma was like, yeah, I, no, uh, that was pretty embarrassing for her. And she was not going to do something like that. She just like um, didn't think that she could ever be that bold. But Monica was a very bold young woman. She was very up forth, up, upright, up front. You know, she, she said it how she saw it. And she was definitely somebody who uh, spoke her mind and he was still standing there waiting for her to, to waiting for Emma to come out of the bathroom and whatever Monica said to him, uh, he disappeared and um, was not really around for, the rest of the evening. So, and there was only maybe about a half an hour before the club closed. So when they left, um, they went to her mom's van and this young man that had done this with Emma, uh, showed up and wanted to talk to her, but Monica was very persistent in telling him to back off and, so he reluctantly backed off. Um, and they went back across the border, went 
back to Monica's mom's house, slept it off basically. And the next day um, they just spent time with Monica's family and had a barbecue. It was a Sunday. And that evening, Monica and Emma went back to Job Corps. Um, That was the first time and only time that Emma had ever been across the border to Mexico, had experienced Mexico. And um, she went back to Job Corps sad because of her relationship ending with Jose. Um, and she was at a park. She went to that park that her and Jose would go to, um, a couple weeks after they broke up and, um, she was sitting there feeding ducks and she was pretty sad. And this very tall, gentleman came up to her and he asked her if she was okay. Cause he said that she looked sad and his name was Gregory. And so she said, no, I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not. Um, okay. I just broke up with my boyfriend and she, he, this gentleman sat down, talked with her for a while, um, and they had a nice conversation. He was actually in the military. And um, so, you know, Emma gave him uh, – well, he had asked Emma if he could take her out on a date, and a real date. And um, she was like, yeah, okay. And she didn't really believe that it would happen. But she gave him her phone number um, in the dorm where she stayed at Job Corps. There was like one pay phone in the middle of the dorm and that you could give out the phone number for people to call you there. But there were several people that shared that phone. And it was about a week later after she had given him the phone number, she received a phone call and she was so excited. She ran to the phone and he asked her out on a date. They planned a date for the following night. He picked her up uh, at Job Corps. They went and got some wine. They went to this lookout area in Tucson and drank, you know, some wine and talked. And and he grabbed something to eat. And um, that was the beginning of her uh, romance with Gregory. And shortly after that, uh, Emma started going to the base on the weekends to spend time with Gregory. Um, he would pick her up and she would stay for the weekend for like Friday night until Sunday night. And, um, she met some of his military buddies and one of them was very interested in wanting to know if, uh, Emma had a friend that, um, would be interested in going out um, with him. And he said, but she's got to be at least 18. And Emma couldn't think of anybody really. Um, her friend Patsy was with somebody and um, she couldn't really think of anyone that, you know, she had a friend, her name was Alexandria, but 
Alexandria was only 16. She was close to 17, but she was only 16. And, um, you know, Alexandria, you know, Emma talked to Alexandria and, and Alexandria decided that she would lie and say that she was 18. Um, and they would never know that she was only 16. And, um, so a double date was arranged with Greg and Emma and Alexandria and his friend. And they all went back to base. They hung out together, played cards, drank, um, enjoyed time together. Um, and then the next morning, Greg dropped, Gregory dropped them off. And, um, Alexandria and Emma spoke and Alexandria said that she had slept with Gregory's friend. Um, it was shortly thereafter that she must have, Emma and Gregory must have seen each other for a good six, seven months. Um, but it was shortly thereafter um Gregory's friend came and picked up Alexandria and took her to base for the weekend. Um, Gregory and Emma were not on speaking terms that weekend uh, or something had happened. They were not in a good place. And um, Alexandria came back from the weekend and shortly thereafter, Gregory called Emma and told Emma that Alexandria had not only slept with his friend, but slept with three other guys on base that weekend in the same bunker or the same dorm. And, um, uh, Gregory know that she was not even 17 yet. And, um, they were like, what? She won't be coming back to base again. So, I don't, I think Alexandra had fake ID that said she was 18 and that's why she was allowed on base. Um, normally that would not be okay. You can't be, you have to be 18 to get on base. And so, um, needless to say, um, a few months went by her and Gregory stayed in contact, but they really didn't see each other very much after that. And, um, she had found out at one point and cause her and Alec, Emma and Alexandria's stopped talking to each other too. They didn't want to have, she, Emma didn't really want to have anything to do with Alexandria, uh, after she found out what she found out. So, um, then she found out after the fact that she had also slept with Gregory, Alexandria had. So, um, that was pretty much the end of the relationship with Gregory. And then Emma got her electrical wiring degree and she got her GED and she requested a transfer to Tongue Point Job Corps in Astoria, Oregon. Um, she'd never been there, but heard Oregon was a beautiful state and decided that she wanted to go and check it out. So she went and checked it out and she decided to get her degree as a medical secretary there. 
Um, and so she now had the electronics degree. She went to Tongue Point Job Corps in Astoria, Oregon, and she lived in one of the all-female dorms. Uh, they had, I believe, four or five dorms. There was a couple co-ed, uh, one male, one female dorm, or maybe two female dorms. And um, so she went to uh, Tongue Point Job Corps and um, met a new boyfriend. Um, and his name was James. And when she first got there, she came, she was orientated in a class with three young men from Mobile, Alabama. Um, and they were all there to take seamanship. And, um, one of the young men's names were, well, they were Rodriguez, David and Kennard. And they um, had come all the way from Mobile, Alabama to take seamanship in Astoria, Oregon. Um, there were lots of other, there was like probably 10 or 12 people in her orientation class. And um, she also, there was a young man there by the name of Terry from Chicago who was taking railroad something that had to do with the railroad. And um, so uh, Terry and her struck, you know, they, they hit it off and they started seeing each other and, um, but it wasn't anything serious. He didn't want anything serious or, and she didn't really want anything serious. So they were just having fun with each other. And um, she knew that, Kennard from Mobile, Alabama actually liked her and uh, there was no secret. He made it very clear that he thought she was cute and attractive and was really attracted to her. Um, and so in the beginning, her first five, six months at Job Corps in Astoria, Oregon, she dated Terry and when the things, when things ended with Terry, she actually dated Kennard for a little while and, but nothing was serious between either one of them. And then one day she was walking to class and this, um, young man by the name of James came up to her and asked her if she was seeing anybody. And she's like, well, kind of, but it's not serious. And, you know, so yeah, yeah. She, she was like, yeah, I kind of am. And he's like, well, too bad. You could have had me. And he walked away. Next day he came up and said if he could, he asked her if he could carry her books for her to her class. And they, then he continued to do that for about two weeks and continued to have conversations with her and eventually asked her to one of the dances there at Job Corps that they had. They had like weekend dances every couple, every other couple of weeks. And he invited her there and she, ended up um, being boyfriend and girlfriend with James. And so James was actually from Seattle and um, she ended up coming to Seattle, um, following him up to Seattle. Um, before that happened, um, there were some things that, that took place. Um, she had to come up and visit him first. Um, and that is a different 
storyline. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to stop it there. Just remember that Emma is now in a relationship with James. Emma is 18 years old still. Um, and she and James were together for several months and James ended up leaving job Corps and coming back to Seattle. Um, Emma was still in job Corps, finishing her medical secretary degree and they stayed in contact via phone calls, letters. Uh, James was great at writing love letters and, um, she only had probably six more months left after James left um, before she was completed completed with her uh, course at Job Corps. So um, during that time, they they just communicated via phone and um, letters. It was way before cell phones, so they weren't even thought of back in those days. So. Um, at any rate, um, Emma stayed in this relationship with James until she came to Seattle. There's a process of that happening. And that's what I will talk about in the, um, next episode about Emma's journey to Seattle and how it all started. Um, and I will stop, um, the episode at this point and say, Thank you again for listening. Um, I truly appreciate you listening in every week and um, looking forward to talking about episode eight and um, be kind to yourself, give yourself some grace and please put your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health first in your life. It's important. And, um, if you need to get help, please seek it out. Uh, please take breaks if you need it for your mental health and be good to yourself. And thank you again for listening and you have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.